Marissa, Ken. the new year is upon us. Yes. It's coming. Before you know it, Christmas is going to be here. And then, bam, New Year's. Yes. And that means we need to start setting some goals. We but, do. But what do we do? Because we talk about it and it's embedded in us, right? But there are some people who don't know how to set goals. Yeah. They're probably new to our ecosystem or they found us because someone shared the uh, podcast with them. Yeah. Thank you if you did, right? So what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to help all of you uh, who have never set goals, learn how to set goals and kind of some principles that we think um, are really good to kind of live by in this process. And it's essentially the beginner's guide to goal setting. Yes. And if you are an advanced goal setter, make sure you listen because these are the foundational things that will help you excel. So don't tune out. It's going to be good for everyone. Yes, absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right things done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Ken, here with Marissa. Hey. Happy almost New Year. Well, yes. we're it's actually almost Merry Christmas, but... Yeah, well, you got to skip Christmas. I don't know, because people do this all the time. It drives me crazy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Which people? Don't you already have your Christmas tree up? Yes. Yeah. I mean, at the time of this recording, okay, it is not even Thanksgiving. So I would just like to let the people know. If you're in team Marissa with you don't put the Christmas tree up until after Thanksgiving, you know, let me know in the Facebook group because that's a very that's sad me. life. That's a very sad life. Listen. Yeah. Nick, I, Nick I and started... I know this because our birthdays, is this right? Did I get this right? Is your birthday that? No. Who was I talking to? Wait, you're, I don't you know. have a, a November birthday? I do. I just had yes. it. was the 15th. No, you're, you're, are you talking about my son's birthday? Because it's. No. I was talking to somebody and I thought it was Nick about this, that we don't like to skip over Thanksgiving into Christmas because it's like, we have a birthday also and we need oh, to me, like, you and Megan were talking about it. Okay. No, but there was somebody else whose birthday well, was like around I, nine. I would love to like be with you on that. I actually am very uncomfortable on my birthday. I'm like, this oh, is a lot one of attention. Those people? Well, it's fine. I mean, I'll take advantage of my birthday. <laughs> but I'm like, it's my birthday. Yes. Here's, here's, are you one of those like birthday month people? No, I'm not. Here, here's the rule. So once Thanksgiving happens, immediately that evening, lights go up. Tree oh go, wow! Like, oh, you guys. We start because I don't know if you understand. We're very Christmas. Very. I love Christmas. Okay. I love Christmas. I, not even I love Christmas. Christmas. I love the build up. The, the build up. That's so, why you like, should we start, start early, man. Like, start no, but November. then it gets diluted. Nah. Do you have Dude, a real listening. tree? No. Okay, because Smart this would this situation <laughs> didn't exist. Until fake trees came around because you couldn't keep a tree alive that long. So this is oh. a new phenomenon that we are dealing with because of fake Christmas trees. And I'm against them. But. I will say, I feel like I should say out loud that apparently I've had a fake tree for so long, partially out of convenience, but partially because I thought it was better for the environment. Right. And it turns out that's not true. Not true. That how, actually you have it? to keep your fake tree for like a decade to offset the carbon cost of like the tree that was farmed for this reason. Yeah. I don't know. Cause the tree I, that I, you do, it ends up going back to the earth. It's not that big of a deal. And they plant more and 
I have I have a fig tree, but uh, do you I'm have one of those newer ones with the LED lights in it? I, mean, I need no, I need to get one. Of those. I know that's that what is I need that to. is the worst part about a Christmas tree is a real one is you have to string it and it is horrible. I did two years ago. I did not. I kept my lights on my tree for the year. It was the smartest thing I've ever oh, done in my entire fair. life. Right. I mean, I've that never thought fair. about that. Yeah. yeah. It's ingenious. Just life, anyway. life hacks here at, you know, books on this for Christmas. Now we're talking about the beginner's guide to <laughs> goal setting. This is not what we're here to talk about. And why you should have been listening to Christmas music on October 27th like I was. Wow. <laughs> What? Extra, Wait! Whoa! Extra. Stop! Everybody, stop! You were not listening to before Christmas music. Halloween, I did start the- before Halloween. Marissa, yes. Yes. I don't know. I think I think you're about to get canceled on X or whatever no. it's called. Yeah, They're gonna, I'm going to be known October as like the Grinch, but like I mean that is too much. I, you know when what? Does it Listen, end, I was going to start on November first, and then I was like, ah, it's three days away. I just might as well crank it up. But like you have multiple holidays in there before. Yeah, multiple. I could, I could celebrate all of the birthdays <laughs> and all of the holidays at the same time. Wow, 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 wow. I have enough. Wow. This, I, you think you know a person? You think you know, and then you find <laughs> things out like this, and you're like, wow, what you I, I didn't know. I'm like sitting we next to a sociopath. Group about it, I don't remember? know how I feel about it. <laughs> we were texting each other. It was all Where the leadership we? team. Oh, remember, I was like, I hey, I started. Oh, right. Yeah. And you're like, why would you do that? Yeah. So gross. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. On a serious note, we're talking about the beginner's guide to goal setting. Yes. Marissa, tell us, what is the first step for those who are just trying to learn how to goal set? Yeah. What what should they be thinking about? Well, I think the first thing is to not set too many goals. I think this is such a common mistake that people make and they get excited. It's like, oh, it's the new year. I've got a whole year. There's that quote that says people overestimate what they can do in a year and, and underestimate, underestimate what they can do in a lifetime yeah. or so- something. I don't underestimate know. in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and I think that this is, I mean, so true. Like I feel this with myself, even at the beginning of the year, even though I know this, I'm like, Oh yeah. my gosh, like I can do all these things. And it is, it's entirely too much. And so what we recommend is that you shoot for two to three goals per quarter And obviously, if you're a full focus planner user, this is all baked into your system, Um, but really eight to 10 per year. And I'll put a little caveat here that says you get to add a goal each time you accomplish one. So we're not saying you can only accomplish like eight to 10 goals for the whole year. Like if you knock out your, you know, first couple of goals in your first quarter and you want to add, you want to replace them with something new, by all means, go for it. You know, like don't slow down because you've already accomplished everything on your list. But we find that if you have too many, it becomes really overwhelming yeah. for people. Yeah, I, I find I'm very similar where I'm like, you know, it's a new year. It's like a reset in my mind. Yeah. I'm going to do 20 goals. And then I'm I'm stressing myself out before the year even started. Yeah. <laughs> right. So then it's like, what am I doing? Right. Uh, I've actually gotten to a place where I'm like, can I just do one big qu- one big goal every quarter? Yeah. You know, just like, let me stay focused. And especially in the season of life that I'm in right now. Yes. Right? Like, just let me knock out this one thing. Yeah. And I'll have the other ones too at handy. And I found that I'm a, I'm actually accomplishing more goals that way. Yeah, it, it really is true. And, you know, we've, uh, we've had people in our full focus planner community who are like, wait a minute, I 
have more goals than this. Or, you know, one of the questions we get a lot is, is this eight to 10 goals for your personal life and eight to 10 goals for your professional life? No, it's eight to 10 goals, period. Because you cannot focus on more than that at a time. And um, also your life is multifaceted. You're not like one person at work and one person at home. You're the same person all the time. And so if you have six goals at any given time that you're trying to focus on each quarter, like that's way too many to keep keep on your radar. Yeah. uh, Depending on the season you're in, right? Like right now I'm working and I I have a family, a lot of little kids. I will typically say, hey, for a quarter, right? I got my one big goal, whether it be work or personal. And then the other two, uh, I will split, you know, between personal or work just to make sure I, every quarter, at least I have one on, on each Absolutely. So yes. for those of you who are watching this or listening to it, just be thinking about like, oh, okay, well, I, if I'm going to do three per quarter, how do I set it up? Yeah. That's the way I like to break it down. That's really great. Which leads us to the second thing. Yes. Right. So don't make too many is the first one. Yep. The second one is? Make them smarter. So you've probably heard of smart goals and that's kind of like. So 1990. So 1990. Oh my God. So 2000. So, so 2000. Kind of like the so Backstreet 2001. Boys. 2001. Uh, we're here to tell you that you actually need them smarter. Okay. So So don't be smart. Be smarter. Be smarter. Yeah. Be the smartest. And really this is because there are some holes in the smart framework that, uh, they just, it doesn't like quite, um, hit on the latest research research of goal achievement. And so why don't you break us down? Yeah. Uh, so the smarter framework is the first one is it should be specific. Yeah. So there has to be specificity to it. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to do this, right? It's got to be really clear on what you're trying to do. Uh, The second one is measurable. Yes. So there has to be some form of metric to it. And I'll kind of give you guys an example after I walk through all of these. The third one is actionable. Like you have to actually be taking action. You're going to do something to achieve it. Well, because a lot of people will set a goal and they'll be like, get healthy or be healthy or, um, you know, be a better person. person spouse or person or whatever and there's a lot of like be to be verbs and we're saying it needs to be actionable so starting your goal with an actionable verb yeah so if we take these first three right specific measurable actionable right you want to be really specific so i might say hey i want to lose 30 pounds right yeah I'd be really skinny if I lost 30 pounds right now, but right. I want to lose 30 pounds, right? I'm trying to be specific on what I want to do or, and what I want to lose, yeah. right? The measurable is a 30, the 30, yep. right? And then the actionable, I haven't made it actionable yet, but I, cause I we'll said lose. I want, lose. Oh, lose. Yeah. 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 Um, lose. Yep. Then the next thing, okay. This is where, where our framework starts to shift from smart to smarter. Yes. Uh, the R is actually risky. Yeah. It has to Which be risky. Which is like so overlooked in goal setting. Yeah. People are like, we talk about, oh, you need to have, you know, goals outside of your comfort zone and all of it, but it should actually feel risky. Like there is a chance that you won't accomplish this and you're putting yourself on the line by trying to go for this Yeah, because that is what motivates you to keep going. If yeah. something is just so like, well, this is just a walk in the park. There's no risk to it. You know, it's nothing at stake. If I don't do this, then it's just like, who cares? Yeah. You know, it's unmotivating. Yeah. High achievers like to rise to the occasion, to a challenge. So you always have to put yourself up just a little bit more than you could reach. You don't want to be so extravagant that you're like, there's no way I'm ever going to reach that, but you got to push yourself. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So you want it to be risky. So, so far we've got specific, measurable, actionable, risky. Then the next one is time bound. 
So there should be a time when you actually complete the goal. Yes. So going back to the, I want to lose weight, right? Like if I want to lose 30 pounds, uh, by when, yep. right? So should it be by May 15th, March 15th, 90 days, 60 days? Yep. Just make sure that there's a time bound to it. Because uh, if not, you'll never actually put any pressure to yourself to finish it. And if this is a habit goal, also, we should say that the time bound aspect is when and the frequency that you would yep. do it at. So let's say that you had a goal to um, journal, journal, for instance, when are you going to journal and yep. how, what is your streak that you're trying to hit? So is it like, oh, I, you know, will uh, journal every morning at, you know, 630 a.m. for six weeks in a row or for you know, 70 days in a row or whatever the, t the frequency is that you want to do it or work out each morning, um, you know, at 7 a.m., five times a week starting. And you can say the date that we, when you want to start that. Yeah. And if you're listening, uh, you might have heard Marissa just talk about a specific type of goal, right? And we differentiate between two goals. We have achievement goals and habit goals, yeah. right? So achievement goals is like you're trying to accomplish something yeah. and habit is just something you're trying to form on a daily basis, on a regular basis. Yes. Uh, both are necessary yep. right, in your life to, to succeed. So we got specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time-bound. And then the last, or uh, not the last one, second to last one, the E is exciting. Yeah, It should be exciting. Like you should be waking up in the morning and be like, oh yeah, I want to do that. When you're writing it down in paper, like, yes, yeah. I love, like you can't wait to envision that new person you're going to become and, when you get here. And I want to say here that if the goal itself doesn't feel exciting, like, you know, it's going to be hard. Okay. Like this would be true for, let's pretend that you're trying to get out of debt. Yeah. Like that might not be an quote, exciting goal, but the outcome of that goal is exciting. Yeah. And that's what we're really talking about is it's got to be personally exciting to you to achieve this goal. And if you listen to the episode last week with my mom, we talked a lot about making your goals personal to you. And I think this is a really important like aspect of our framework is that it needs to feel personally exciting. You shouldn't be doing a goal just because somebody else told you you should. Like this needs to be exciting for yourself and feel like, gosh, yes, I can't wait to do this because this, you know, lights me up. It gets me going about whatever I want to accomplish in my life. And it's not just because my spouse told me or my boss told me. Or whatever. And and they're you're certainly in a boss setting, you're yeah. gonna have them tell you goals and you've got to figure out how is it personally exciting to you. Exactly. And I think that that's where the rubber meets the road is like say you do work in a company and you have a boss and they're like, Well, here's a goal. You do have to find a way yeah. to make it like, okay, I'm gonna own that. How can I make it my own? And I'm really excited about the yes. outcome. And it, I would just say if you're a leader or business owner, right? Bring your people into it so that they can feel excited right. about the goal. That they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to own this. I'm really responsible for this metric or goal. Totally. Awesome. All right. What's the last one? Relevant. Yeah. So this is where the other, we switched the R's around, right? But relevant, like it does it work for the season of life that you're currently in? And is it going to help you get to the place that you want to get to? Yeah. Right. So if all of a sudden I, I'm just using myself as an example, if I was like, oh yeah, I want to become a master chef, right? Yeah. Uh, is that relevant to my life right now? No. Like nowhere near anything or achievement or goals right. I have. Re it's not relevant, right? Or if I wanted to become an astronaut, yeah. it's like, uh, bro, you're not nine, right? Well, and it's also, it's not only just relevant to your life and what stage, especially the stage of life yeah. that you're in, but also it's got to be relevant to the other goals. So you can't have goals that are competing with one another. And this, I see this a lot when people have let's say a financial goal for saving or getting out of debt. And then they have some ambitious goal that is for like uh, taking a big trip or yeah. 
doing a big project on their house and they're trying to accomplish both of those things simultaneous, which they're naturally like in conflict with each other. And so I would say like, great, do those things, maybe do the savings goal first and then your project, you know, and quarter later, a couple quarters later. So make sure they're relevant to the life that, you know, stage of life that you're in and to each other. Yeah. As we talk about smarter, remember, it's specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time-bound, exciting, and relevant. Yes. So this is so far the beginner's guide to goal setting. The first one is don't make too many. The second one is make them smarter. Yep. Marissa, what's the third one? The third one is to write them down. And this is really overlooked as well. It's easy to think that you can just put this in a note on your phone or, um, I don't know, have them in your head or something. Uh, but it's really important, the act of writing them down. They say that people who write their goals down, fact check. more likely to achieve them, Mm -hmm. I believe. Nick's going to check me on this. But it's important to write them down. There's something that happens in your your, um, psychology when you're writing things down that it really like imprints them into your brain. It makes it feel more real. Yes. They're like, okay, I'm actually going to do that. It's funny, uh, Joel and I, we were talking the other day. The rest of the team was here. And uh, someone threw out like, oh, yeah, I have this idea, right? And Joe was like, it's not real until you write it down. Ooh. It's not real until you write it down. I was like, man, you're right. It's really true. And this is why I do think our full focus planner is so great for achieving your goals. Because in the beginning of the planner, we have your our goal detail pages, which, by the way, walk you through each of these steps. So definitely, you know, go do this. It has the correct amount of slots you know, that we recommend per year. We've got the smarter framework built in. Uh, we've, you know, have you check which life domain, which habit or achievement goal it is. And, um, and you have to write them down and kind of your reason why also. And that really helps to, I don't know, just ignite your, your creativity, your curiosity about how to go achieve it. Yeah. So as we think about achieving goals for beginners, right? We have three so far. The fourth one, comes to review them frequently. So yes. once you write them Wait, down... can I do this fact check? Yes, oh, we're a you found it. Show. Yeah. From fullfocus.co, actually, yeah. from an article titled Five Reasons Why You Should Commit Your Goals to Writing. This is an independent uh, research. This is a... No, probably uh, Dr. Gail research. Matthews, a psychology professor at Dominican University in California, did a study on goal setting with 267 participants. She found that you are 42% okay. more likely to achieve your goal just by writing them down. Okay, wow. well, I was I overshot that, but forty two percent. I mean, that's, that's a pretty major like advantage. Yeah. Yeah, just to write it down from that. That's I don't a, know. Like, I don't know. But like forty two is still pretty like that's, that's still great. Legit to just if write you don't do anything else for your goal, if you just write it down, that's going to increase your chances of success by forty two percent. Like sign me up. It's yeah. like Literally. free money. Now, if you want to increase your chance to be more successful. Look at them frequently. Yes. Right. That's our fourth one. You don't want to just write them down, put them in a drawer and never look at them. I think that's another problem a lot of people have, especially when it comes to strategic planning for companies and businesses. They're like, oh, yeah, look at this 10 page document. Never look at it again. You want to make sure you review them frequently. Uh, I would actually say review them weekly. I would say daily. Daily. Yeah. And I think that, uh, again, you can do this in our full focus planner. That's a great way that it's built right in. On your first page, you have a list of your, you should have a list of your goals and you can flip back to those every single morning in your morning ritual or your workday startup ritual, 
What I like to do though, personally is post these around my house. So it's kind of a little cheesy. All right. And she's got like sticky notes all over her house. But I have like, I, so each year we come out with a, um, like free printable and we'll do it again this year where you can type out your goals once you've set them and I'll print that thing out. And I put that in my bathroom. I put it on my refrigerator and I put it next to the chair that I sit in every morning and journal. And so it's like in those three spots. So every single day, I'm actually not only seeing it once I'm seeing it probably, I don't even know how many times, several, several times throughout the day. And subconsciously that those uh, goals are getting into my system. And so naturally we know this, that when our mind is fixated on something, we begin to look for more of that. And so it's like, if you start thinking about red cars and you go out and you start driving, you're going to notice all the red cars. It's the same kind of effect here is that your mind is going to go to work for you subconsciously to help you achieve those goals, the more that you see them. So weekly is great. We have this again, built into our weekly preview. You can build it into your daily rituals. Uh, We also have it at the beginning of our full focus journal. So you can also review it before you journal every morning, but I would go a step further and put it somewhere in your house where you can really see this or in your office every single day. I love that little pro tip that you did give. You're like, I print it out and and you got to see them, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, I'm posting them. I'm, yeah. I'm making sure that everyone can it's see It's really like the three spots in my house where I'm the most. Yeah. The kitchen, in the bathroom, getting ready and sitting in, you know, my chair, journaling or reading, working, watching TV, you name it. Now in the bathroom, do you just draw it like on your, your mirror so it doesn't like get dirty? I'm just thinking of like no, I, after so many showers, yeah. it's going to get like humid, a no, piece of paper is like. Well, you could. You could totally do that. And you can use um, like dry erase markers on yeah. your mirror. People do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, some certified pro like a year, year and a half ago had a great tip for this, which was that. So here I am holding a beautiful blush full focus planner just received. And right. So obviously when you get the planner, especially if you've never used it before, you have this very helpful page up front. Uh, And this is actually a little bit different than I think Marissa than it used to be. But what he suggested is he goes carefully. Right. Is that he cuts out the first two pages. Yes. You can't go too close because then you'll lose the binding and things will go weird. But so that that way he knows what he's, you know, he knows how to use the planner. He doesn't need that. So that way when he opens up the planner, the first thing he sees is his goals. Are the goals, which I really like, love that. I think that's tip. so great. And especially so if you much. use like the coil or the loose leaf, you can just take those, like those yeah. Yeah. rip mounts so easy. And that's a really great hack. Maybe there's that. a way to tear those out, like put it in the new ones. Yeah, we could, new design. we could do perforated. I'll talk to Joel. It's a good idea. It's a really good <laughs> idea, actually. Look okay. Look what, we're coming up with new ideas all day, every all day. All day, here. every day. All uh, right. So, Ken, what's the last um, tip for beginners? Share them selectively. Okay. So don't go out and post it all over your Facebook. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, you know, to the whole world. It's like, no, no. Who are the people who are going to help you uh, yeah. stay accountable and cheer you on and also push you right. to like actually achieve those goals? Those are the people that you want to share that with so that you can actually be successful. Yes. Not with, uh, you know, little Bobby that you've met once. He yeah, doesn't care. The, the haters be haters, you know? They be hating on you. So just don't even worry about those people. Make sure that yeah. you're sharing this with people who you know are going to be in your corner, who are going to support you and encourage you, and who have that similar mindset, that growth mindset that you have. And this might be counterintuitive, but you can go into our group and share them in our group, our Facebook group, 
because that is a safe place. Those are people who are on the same path as you, who are thinking the same ways and that will be able to encourage you. And so even though that's not a small group or like a not as selective. The keyword, yeah. yeah, but the keyword is selective. It's not just tell f- a small yeah. amount of people. It's just be selective in the kind of people that you're sharing this with. And so, I would encourage you if you feel comfortable, go share them there. Share it with your spouse. Share it with your best friend. Share it with a mentor you have. Um, those are great people to support you in yeah. your achievement. The, the beauty about if sharing it there is that you're going to find two t- different types of people for you, hopefully. One, you might find an accountability partner. Yeah. Right? Like you might find it. I'm not saying it's for sure going to happen, but you might find someone. The second thing is there are certified pros in there that can help you. Yeah. Right? That if you're like, man, I need extra help. I needed some some encouragement or some accountability, yeah. uh, some coaching. These individuals can be a perfect guide for you uh, every step of the way. And just real quick for the people that don't know, what are certified pros? Certified pros are people who have gone through our curriculum and our training uh, so that they're able to teach and coach others through it, Awesome, particularly the full focus system and other new systems that we're creating. Yeah. And you can identify those people in our Facebook group. They'll have a group expert badge. And so if you see somebody commenting or if you need help and you're looking for, you know, some advice or something, uh, those are the people to look out for. Yeah. Be great. So those are our five. Don't set too many uh, make them smarter, write them down, review them frequently, and share them selectively. I love this. And if you are brand new to goal setting, or even if you're like us and you're not brand new to this, I just want to encourage you, like, don't overcomplicate this system. We actually have created a phenomenal system for you to just walk through so you don't have to figure this out on your own. And I think it's important, especially in the context of trying to achieve some risky and exciting things, that just go where somebody's already figured out. And so we have that. We have our full focus planner, which we encourage you to use daily. We have our goal setting course, which is a phenomenal course that walks you through this whole process and so much more. This is like the tip of the iceberg. Um, And then we have our uh, annual event, Your Best Year Ever Live, which is happening on January 5th. Ken and I will be hosting it. We are so excited. It's going to be a blast. Uh, It's virtual, so it doesn't matter where you live uh, or where you want to tune in from but you can join us and you get a free ticket to that just by getting the goal setting course at uh, fullfocus.co slash goal setting. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code 
FOT15 to get started. I haven't done this a lot since you two commandeered this podcast, uh, but it is a time for where I get to just do whatever I want. And today we're going to watch one to three productivity hacks and you're going to have a hot take reaction okay, to what you see. Great. You have not even seen these. Nope. So let's, let's see what we've got now. Here we go. If you're trying to be more productive, do you make this crazy mistake? Do you write things down on your to-do list just so you can check them off? You're not alone. I do it and it's okay if you're trying to build up momentum, but if you're doing it because you crave that dopamine hit, you've got to be super careful. One reason people feel overwhelmed by productivity is that they're dopamine junkies. They love inbox zero. They love perfectly formatting that presentation. Sure, we need to do those things, but they don't move the needle on what truly matters. Those things don't come with dopamine. There you go. Number one. Okay, guilty as charged. (laughs) I'm totally, I am totally guilty of this. Like a thousand percent guilty and especially guilty. Uh, I don't know why on the weekends I do this what do you do? way more. Maybe it's because like I'm doing stuff and especially like on Sundays, which is kind of my like get ready for the weekday. And, you know, I'm doing stuff all around the house and I'll be like, oh, wait, OK, I just did that. So I'm going to write down and check it out, like kind of to keep track, but also to make myself feel better. So. A thousand percent guilty. Uh, I feel like I'm missing his whole main point besides the the dopamine hit. I I kind of agree with him. But like, what's yeah. wrong with that? That's what I. Well, you say. gotta be careful. You, you like, gotta be careful. Like, oh, that's what that's what I'm saying. Is like I feel like there's he cut the the short a little bit. Like he like there's another episode that yeah, I should like, watch. I'm like there's you know worse ways to get a dopamine hit. So yeah, at least this is a just good one. Give me my list and leave it alone. Uh, well, that's I w- what I, I thought say, was. Yeah. I will say I think. Th- the big thing I took away from it was that if you're just making a list to, to check it off, you might be checking off a whole bunch of wrong things. Right. Okay. Like making mm. sure that you are actually doing things that are moving the needle, which is what I would have added in like the next 10 seconds of that video. Yeah. Which I would have been like, oh yeah, I totally agree with the whole thing. Yeah. He kind of missed the like why it's an issue part. Yeah. So. Well, you know, it's sort of going back to something you said earlier about why you don't post necessarily all of your goals on social media yeah. is that you do get a dopamine hit of telling people you're going to do something. Yes. I'm going to, I'm setting a goal to save a 10,000, whatever. And people go, Oh, that's awesome. And then you get the dopamine hit and you haven't done anything. You haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. And, and you really feel great. Is. You're like, Oh my gosh, look, yeah. everybody oh, loves me. Like yeah. you didn't do anything. Well, that's such Stop a good it. idea. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what do we say before? This is our, like, I don't uh, remember. Rejected. We're, it's a, Rejected hot take? Um, hot take yeah, it was rejected. That's what he said. I mean, I reject it because I like to check things off like that. So thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, here we I'm go. neutral. Neutral. Wow. I got to find a got to find an image for that. <laughs> oh, that's really exciting, Ken. <laughs> the rejected stamp was really easy. Neutral. <laughs> uh, well, no, no. I, I, I again, if he added those last ten seconds, which I think sure. that's what he was trying to go to. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know what? I reject it. Forget it. He didn't put it in. <laughs> you know what? He didn't hate, put it in. He, I hate it the more I think about the it. More, the more I think about it. He All didn't right. add the, the important part. Rejected. Pomodoro method. You guys heard of this? When you was like in work 25 minutes and then rest five minutes. That's man. I don't like it. <laughs> Me. Some people like it. I think it's stupid as <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I just go hard until I can't no more. <laughs> then I take a cold shower, get back to work. Oh, my God. 
Wow. Gotta take a cold shower. My innocent eyes. I know. Like, if that's what it takes is to get that out. Take as many cold showers as possible. What I want to tell this guy is, like, just take a deep breath, bro. Like, it's all going to be okay. He's trying too hard. And, like, you're going to burn out. So just take a deep breath. He's trying way too hard. That's I definitely reject this. 100%. If you just try to go hard and, like, not ever take a break during the day, uh, No. Absolutely not. You're going to totally burn out and yeah. you're going to go cry, cross-eyed and just like not even, you're not a real human yeah. at that at the end of that day. But, I, but wait, did did you forget that he then shows us footage of himself taking a cold, about to take well, a cold shower? Did you, did you see those abs? <laughs> oh, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, you know, I would think, I say the Pomodoro method, specifically like 25-5, I couldn't do that because once I'm focused on something... I think uh, that's a little too like short of a time too short frame, of a time. but like yeah. every hour to me, like, yeah, get up, go I get a glass of water, you know, walk around your yard. Oh, I have a side note, a really good uh, movie that I think everybody needs to go watch. It's on YouTube for free. It's called earthing, but it is about grounding and the science behind sound, why that's so boring. Sorry. No, it's really <laughs> fascinating. It's seriously fascinating. But it helps with like reducing inflammation, improving mood, all kinds of things. It's it's honestly really really good. Okay, okay? just trust uh, just will, trust me. I will watch it to go to bed. But that is a great thing that you can do if you work from home. Like get up once an hour and go walk around your yard barefoot. I know it sounds. Silly, no, I've heard a lot of people talk about it's it. It's really like, pretty compelling, actually. My friend Lance, he was always yeah. pushing me to. Yeah. He's like, dude, you got to go walk around barefoot. I'm like. Bro, I was born and raised in New York City. Like, my feet have never Yeah, touched you need it more than ever. That explains a lot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that explains a lot. Uh, this is uh, the time where I point out that I love a platform called Focusmate. Oh, yeah. Which is where you go, you sign up for a partner, and you just tell each other what you're going to do for the next X amount of time. And then yep. you report at the end how it went. And they have 30-minute sessions, which are basically 25 and 5. It's, and yep. then the hour sessions are 50 and 10. And the 25-5 is not – for me, is just, like, not enough time. Yeah. You can't – unless I'm, like, filtering through email or something, I got to get It, like, takes it. a little bit to get in the headspace, yeah. and then you're in. Well, and here's the other issue is that – and this is probably just me as my personality. I do have this thing, like, once I'm locked in, it's really hard to, like, right. stop. Sure. So yesterday, for example – uh, I forgot about lunch because I was working on this uh, oh, course, yeah. and then I forgot about our team meeting until Megan texted. We all had of like us. an entire company. We do meetings every single month, and I wasn't able to attend because I had a, another meeting at the time. And I texted our leadership team afterwards and was like, "Hey, like, how did the team meeting go?" And then Ken was like, "Oh my gosh, I totally forgot <laughs> because I was locked in." So I like, I am one of those people that if. I'm locked in for like three hours. Like it's so hard you're for fully. So focused. so you're I'm so focused. I'm like you're this guy. You go hard. I go hard, <laughs> and then you don't take a cold shower. <laughs> I just don't have the abs, so that's a problem. <laughs> uh, no, no. I I would say that I have to be careful. I would yeah. say that because after three or four hours, then I come out and I'm like I'm spent. So yeah. I I mean I I think I'm the same way. That's why I think you got to set reminders or things. Yeah, take um, a five minute. Yeah. Oh, hack on this. I will say really quick. You can go into your Google Calendar and set mm. um, mm -hmm. the time. And so, for instance, if you have or if you're scheduling a 30 minute meeting, I can't remember what this feature is called, Nick. Maybe you can figure out uh, what it's yeah. called. But you can go in and instead of it scheduling a 30 minute meeting, it'll schedule a 25 minute meeting. 
And if you want to schedule an hour meeting, it'll actually schedule a 50 minute meeting. And so it, it essentially like builds in buffers into your day. And it is so helpful, especially if you're like me and you're in a lot of meetings in your day to day. It is phenomenal. It's called speedy meetings under event settings. Yes. Uh-huh. There you go. Go do it. It is it is a great hack. Love it. Yeah. All right. Do we have to right, got one, one more? Okay. Got one more. I wanted to share a super quick productivity hack. This is a not to-do list. We're often very focused on our to-do list, all the tasks we have to do. But today I want you to try a not to-do list. What's everything that you shouldn't do today? Is it checking social media or binging on Netflix or WhatsApping with friends or even a project that always distracts you and drains you? Your not to-do list is just as important as your to-do list. Make both of those lists today and watch your productivity soar. Give this lady a certified pro badge. Yeah, I was so going to say, about, this is highly approved. Highly approved from highly us. Highly approved, yes. It's one of the things we talk about, yeah. so we have to say it's approved. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but it really no, no, is. It is. It's a great idea. It is. It's, I, I think it's so easy to think like, oh, you know, I've got all these things that I have to do. And the truth is, there's probably a ton of those that you just don't need to do. Yeah. And I would say it's even like beyond just the things that we probably know of like scrolling social media. It's things that you actually don't have to be the one doing. And yeah. so kind of going back to our um, like methodology inside of Free to Focus, we talk about this, that there's going to be certain tasks that you want to delegate, you want to automate, or you want to just eliminate all together. And so in that course, we have you create a not-to-do list. Yeah. I, I just love this idea because especially when I write my master list of everything that I need to do. When I start saying no, 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 and then add all the things I know for sure I shouldn't do, yeah. like she mentioned social media, it's so liberating. Yeah. All the overwhelm when I look at a list of like a hundred things and I said no, and now it's down to 10. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. I hit the dopamine hit. Like now- I got it. I got it down. <laughs> yeah. Now you have a recipe to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's approved. So how do you write this? We got we to get a new graphic for this one, it sounds like. Approved. Uh, approved. It was rejected or approved. Stamp. <laughs> approved. All right, so hopefully you've enjoyed these hot takes. If you have something that you want to share with us, put it in the Full Focus Planner Community Facebook group, all right? because that's where we could all have fun, whether we say approved, rejected, and the whole community can come with you and, and dialogue. And then we will also post it here on our podcast. Yes, and make sure to tag us so we see it. So yes. one of us, any of us, all of us, just tag. Just tag me. us so we can make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us on Focus on This. Sorry. <laughs> Wait for Ken to put in his password to get the script. That's definitely staying in the show. It better stay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you not going to start from the beginning? All no. right, here we go. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and be sure to join the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook so you can benefit from creativity and encouragement of people chasing big goals just like you. And we're going to be here next week with another great episode talking about how to conduct an annual review. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm loving it. I'm End of the year or almost. And yeah, it's time to time to look back, you know. Yeah. See how it's gone. And enjoy all the goals and things that you have accomplished. That's right. It's going to be good. All right. Until then. Stay, stay focused. focused.
This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.